The puppy ran out the front door, and the kids all thought the same thing. Great. Now we'll never get him back. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Hello, Welcome to everyone. my show. I got a fun announcement. Me and the other firmly founded coaches are doing a live in-person event this summer on July 30th, all day. It's a Saturday. We're going to be doing our summer slam and our theme is going to be sidekick to hero. So this is for teens and their parents to come spend a full day with the coaches learning awesome skills and mental resilience tips and doing activities to help prepare both parent and teen to really succeed through the teenage years. It's going to be in Sandy, Utah, and uh, tickets are now on sale. They just went on sale uh, today, and you can go and book yours. Uh, tickets are limited. So go to firmlyfounded.com event to find out more and get your ticket for you and your teen. It's going to be a fun and powerful event, and uh, I can't wait to meet you in person. And now episode 75, What We Chase Will Run. Pepper, the little Jack Russell puppy, ran across the front lawn. The three Munoz kids followed after him. Older brother was in front. Who left the door open? It wasn't me, shouted younger brother, even though it totally was him. We gotta get him back before dad sees. Sister yelled. This is why he said we couldn't have a dog. They ran after Pepper, but he could run much faster than all of them. Pepper ran past four houses, darted across the street, ran back two houses, turned around, and kept running. The kids tried to keep up, but it was useless. Sister got an idea. Let's surround him! They tried to trap him, but Pepper was just too agile and too quick. The kids stopped to catch their breath. And so did Pepper. Older brother took the opportunity to quickly make a run for him. But Pepper immediately sprinted away. This carried on for several minutes until father stepped out into the street. The kids stopped and backed away. Pepper stopped in the middle of the street, a dozen yards in front of him. Father looked at Pepper and then to the kids. Don't move. The kids nodded, out of breath, but trying to hold their breath too. Father looked back at Pepper. Pepper looked back at him. Father smiled. Pepper cocked his head to the side. Father turned and sprinted down the street away from Pepper. Shocked, the kids looked at the dog. Pepper paused for a moment, then bolted after him. Father ran and Pepper followed him, down the street, over the curb, across the lawn, up the front steps, and right into the house. The front door closed behind them. Impressed, the Munoz kids tiredly made their way back home, as Father came out of the garage and grinned 
at his three niños. He told them something they would never forget. If you want to catch a puppy, never chase it. All right, that story is literally from my childhood. Uh, Whenever our dog would get out, other people like my siblings uh, would try to chase after the dog to get the dog back. But I realized this, that if you chase the dog, the dog will run. But if I ran, the dog would chase me. And I just recently heard that saying in a book I'm reading. And I was like, yeah, that is totally true. It's not only true with dogs, but it's also true with many, many things in our life. So first, what I want to do is I want to define what chasing is. When you're chasing after something, it's not a healthy pursuit or what sometimes is called a healthy striving where you're pushing yourself and you feel good about it and all this. No, this uh, chasing is fueled by fear. And there's maybe a a hint of desperateness with just a pinch of stress, or maybe in your case, a lot of stress, trying to get the thing. It it causes you to haphazardly take action, Uh, flailing about, running every which way, trying to catch the dog in the metaphor. Um, There's a sense of a lack of control when you're chasing something. And maybe you have a thought similar to, it's got to happen this way. I need to get this. If I don't get this, it's going to be really bad. That's chasing. Much different from setting a goal and, and striving to reach it in a healthy pursuit. Now, when we pursue things in our life, like we're chasing it, it's going to run away from us. Whatever it is, it's going to be harder to get. So here are some examples. Making friends. If you are desperately trying to make friends or if you are chasing friends because of a fear of being alone, then friends will kind of run from you or people will distance themselves from you. I've noticed this in my life and in the life of the teens that I coach. Uh, There was this girl that I was coaching recently. uh, She was terrified of spending a weekend alone. She thought it meant something about her that, that she wasn't wanted, that nobody uh, is choosing to spend time with her, and she was terrified of what that meant. So she was, uh, w- would desperately chase events or hanging out with friends, and uh, it didn't necessarily push her friends away always, but when she didn't have any plans for the weekend, she would uh, freak out, and she would try to find something and go into this state of, of desperateness as she's trying to find an event or something to do, texting people frantically and people would be like, ah, I'm, I'm busy. Sorry. Or I, I got plans. And, um, so when I, I coached her on that, I, I pointed that out that she was afraid of being alone and she was chasing, uh, uh events or activities or companionship, whatever you want to want to call that. Um, Knowledge, when we chase knowledge, and often this happens in education, right? We're chasing that 4.0 or whatever version of your GPA that you're trying to get to. Uh, You're trying to nail the test in a fear that you're not going to be prepared enough for it. When you do that, your brain locks up and doesn't remember as much. You're not in a state 
where your brain can actually learn and understand when you're frantically trying to learn out of fear of failure. Uh, Faith is another one. Faith, when we chase faith because we are afraid that we might lose our faith, uh, and this could be in religion or in other people, um, I primarily mostly see it in religion in the world out there today, uh, we end up pushing it away. We're like, no, no, I can't doubt anything. So I must have this faith uh, always, and, and it must be unshakable. And if it's starting to be shooken or sh- shaken, shooken, uh, then that's bad, and I need to run or chase faith because I'm afraid that if doubt does creep in, then everything's going to crumble. And that tends to uh, push faith further away from us, uh, true or lasting faith, and tends to bring about the calamity that we're trying to avoid. Um, and maybe another area this this happens for teens, uh, I know it happened for me, was in dating, right? You really, really want to date. Sometimes it's just anybody, or maybe it's that particular person that you have a crush on. And I really want them to uh, have a crush on me and I want it to work out and I want them to be just as interested in me as I am in them. And so you you chase that. Now, if you're one of the people that I, like, I don't chase it, I stay away from that. <laughs> um, that might even be a form of chasing because if you don't take any actions to get it, I definitely know you're probably doing what I did, where you're chasing in your mind when you're not around them by yourself, right? And you're hoping uh, that they might really be uh, as crushing on you as much as you are on them. And you're telling yourself these stories of how great it would be together. And oh my goodness. And, and, and you fantasize about uh, dating them, which then causes you even more fear when you're around them because you're chasing this really perfect relationship that you've created in your head. And then now when you're around them, it causes you to be afraid to actually act on it. Because if they say no, then that whole perfect, amazing relationship you've created in your mind will just explode and you'll never get that. So why does this happen? Why does what we chase run away from us? It would be great if if we chased things, they realized that they were being chased and they stopped or ran towards us, but that doesn't happen. Why? I have a couple of ideas. Maybe you have your own, but these are mine. Maybe there is uh, that desperateness that shows up in our thoughts, pushes away what we want. When we have things in our thoughts, they often end up in our results. And if your chase is being fueled by, what if I don't get it? Or I'm not going to get this, then I'm not going to get this is going to end up in your results. It's kind of like when we chase something because of what we are afraid of, if we don't get it, that's our motivator, we end up not getting it. Our actions are based on that thought, I'm not going to get this. And maybe if the thing that we want involves other people, they can kind of sense the desperateness. If we're trying to make friends desperately or we're chasing after them, they can kind of feel it. I know some teens I talk to, they, they call it uh, you know, being a tryhard or something. Uh, what, what they call it is irrelevant, but I think humans are very good at reading other humans. And if we can tell that somebody isn't doesn't seem secure in their interactions with us, uh, 
in what they're trying to get, then it, it causes us to maybe be turned off a little bit uh, towards them. So here's today's secret for an awesome life. Stop chasing the thing you want and instead focus on becoming the person you want to be. And then the things you want will come to you. Now, it might seem paradoxical. It might seem like that's just not the way things work. If, if I want something to come to me, I have to chase after it. Now, remember, this is different from a healthy pursuit, okay? If you want to get, you know, swole or ripped, you know, then going to the gym to pursue that uh, and working out does completely make sense. Uh, but when it comes to some of the things that we talked about and that, that desperateness of a chase that is fueled by fear, you're just going to be pushing things away. So instead of doing that, focus on becoming the person you want. And I promise you those things will come to you. And if it seems paradoxical, it's because it is. There's actually something called paradoxical intention, which was created by uh, Viktor Frankl. And uh, he, he was a, a, a therapist or a psychologist, and he was a Holocaust survivor. And he created this paradoxical intention, which is when we intentionally seek out the thing we are afraid of, when we find it, we actually find it not that scary. So, for example, when he's talking with people and they are uh, afraid of uh, feeling sad and they're trying everything they can to avoid it, he would tell them, why not pursue being sad or allow yourself to be sad? In fact, have sad times where you're like, this is my hour to be sad. I'm going to allow myself to be sad. And the brain's like, but that's the thing I don't want. And he said, well, go do it anyway. Try to seek after it. And when you find sadness and you experience sadness, your brain goes, oh, this actually isn't that scary. I don't need to make this a bigger monster than what it actually is. And then it has less of a place in your life. So that, that's paradoxical intention. And I feel like this is similar. Paradoxical intention is uh, seeking after the thing that you don't want but what I'm talking about today is not seeking after the thing you do want. And again, remember, not chasing the thing that you do want. So this is a solution. Instead of chasing the thing, focus on being who you would be if you already had it. Then you will attract what you want when you become what you want. For example, with the dog... I think the reason why that worked is that me running away from the dog was me acting like I already had control of the dog. If I had control of the dog, I wouldn't chase it. I wouldn't be like, hey, come here and trying to grab him. I would just play with him freely. And as I played with him, he would maybe run away at times and then maybe he would come to me. In fact, when you play with a dog, they're like gnawing on your arm right? and, and they're, it's hard to get them to, to leave you alone. And that is kind of the mindset that I would channel to get this dog. I would just be like, no, I'm, I'm already someone who's in control of this dog. And then I would run away. And then he would chase me exactly where I wanted him to go. So this is what it looks like in several areas of your life. Stop chasing good grades. Instead, become a studious person. Stop chasing the boy or girl you want 
and instead focus on being a kind, warm, and loving person. Stop chasing friends. Instead, focus on becoming fun and friendly. Stop chasing peace. Instead, become at peace with tension and anxiety that is already in your life. Stop chasing health. Instead, become a healthy person. Live like a healthy person. Stop chasing faith. Instead, become someone who chooses to be faithful and act like what that person would act like. When you stop fearfully running after what you want and start focusing on becoming who you would be if you already had it, you will find that the things you want will start chasing you. Did you know that every goat has a coach? Those who have been the greatest of all time have always had a mentor or coach to help them get the best out of themselves. And that's what the coaches at Firmly Founded do for teens in our coaching membership, the Firmly Founded Team. We help teens stop procrastinating and self-doubt, eliminate awkward conversations, and conquer anxiety. Learn more about our program and when doors are opening next at firmlyfounded.com team. Every goat has a coach. It's time that you get yours.